My fellow Americans, I come before you tonight and as a man whose honesty and, and integrity has been questioned. I have a theory, too, that the best and only answer to an honest misunderstanding of the facts is to tell the truth. And that's why I'm here tonight. I want to tell you my side of the case. Welcome back to the fireside. We're going to wrap up our episode on Juan Ponce de Leon. Um, you know how this works by now. We have points for most errors, most interesting history, most prepared, and then two points for the most convincing. I'm Colin. I'm here with Cody and Alex. Let's jump into it. Cody, yeah. uh, you started us off last time, so why don't you tell us what you got wrong? All right. Well, I done messed up my my alphabet agencies. Um yeah, I, I say that the FDA needs to pass the water fountain and stuff like that, but the FDA controls bottled water, um, which water coolers technically would fall under, but fountains mm. do not. It's mm. the it's the EPA that controls tap water, and, and therefore, um, you know, the, the, the fountains it's as the well. It's the Ghostbusters so, villains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um so and under the Safe Drinking Water Act, um yeah, the the EPA is the one that controls that. So well, that's going to be minus, I don't know, 10 tallies cuz that's, 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 that's a lot that's of tallies for my Yeah, that's, that's government knowledge. You got to be on that. So. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, now I'm scared to share cuz I got more wrong than just that. Oh, I was no. expecting this episode to be bad considering the outrageousness yeah. of both of your arguments. So mm. Yeah. Um, okay, so one thing that isn't technically wrong, but is intentionally deceitful. Um, I use statistics for my benefit, but in a dastardly way. I say that Florida has a, a thriving retiree population, and my, my evidence of that um, is that their average age is 38.7 years versus Utah's, which is much lower. Um, but the the national the, the national average is just 38.1 years. Yeah. So that's not that's not significantly older than than the average state. Um, Utah is the youngest state population average ah. in, in the nation. So why it made it that? sound more extreme. It, is it Mormons? Or why Why is that? Like, so they're just making babies? Yeah, a lot of kids, not a lot of population, probably. Mm. It kind of balances out. Or, or, you know, there's not enough people to actually balance out that pr- ratio, is what I would imagine. I, I, I do wonder, though, if part of, like, the Mormon missionary stance sees its older members. Yeah, because... You don't see Salt Lake City as like a young up and coming city, like we're full of like hip, hip and cool things. But it, I guess it is. I guess it's a yeah. very young population. I don't know. Yeah. Um, if you guys, if you guys want to know where your fountain of youth is most effective, it's Maine. Their average mm-hmm. age is forty four point seven years. So I'm actually the really surprised state. that Florida isn't older than it is because it does. It I has was... that reputation for being the retiree state. I know that's and that's what I thought and I and I sought out statistics to try and prove it and I fudged the numbers so I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have to do any kind of diligence. Classic stats. Um, All right. Well, last... for for uh, oh. for furthering a wide held myth, that's going to be minus twelve tallies. So. <laughs> oh man, I'm at, yeah. at twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So so the last thing that I got egregiously wrong. Um, is that I say stagnant water is is um, the 
you know, the lover of death and the hater <laughs> of, of life. And that isn't necessarily true. There are plenty of plants that thrive on stagnant water, like lotuses, and insects thrive on stagnant water, like mosquitoes. So it's it's technically not anti-life. It's just stagnant water is it grows bacteria like nobody's business and is so therefore bad for humans. Pro-life. Very, very, many, many lives in stagnant yeah. water. Just <laughs> yeah. not lives that go very well with you. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, minus five tallies for that one. So that's minus 27 tallies for you for your wrongness, Cody. Alex, Oof. how'd you do? Surprisingly well, when I looked back at it and everything, with, with how much knowledge I was throwing out with, like, telomeres and everything, I everything that I said in there is not, like, everything's correct, albeit... Very oversimplified. Mm-hmm. Very, very, like, there are a lot of assumptions of, like, not worrying about too many things, but we're, we're a pseudo-history and a pseudo-comedy podcast. We can't also be a pseudo-scientific podcast, so <laughs> it's just hard when we keep adding things on. So, and I don't want to get into it too much, but, like, most of the stuff that was said is correct, just oversimplifications of things, and also putting down assumptions of other things Nothing there that I uh, that needs needs correction. If you do want to find out more about this stuff, there's a lot of improvements that have been happening in science with anti aging, um, and I would really recommend just looking up like anti aging like uh, science. There's there's some cool things that are happening. A lot of cool uh, um, uh, mouse studies, uh, or sorry, rat studies that are coming. And out. now this is legitimate, right? This isn't like yeah. goop. <laughs> No, no, this is not the goop. The, 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 the oh, there's a lot of great stuff happening in yeah. goop right now. <laughs> you gotta look at this goop. Yeah, these goop sites are going through the roof. Yeah, no, our fireside it, chats are dedicated to truth and honesty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> buy buy as much goop as you can, folks. <laughs> All right, well, um, Alex, I'll give you a one minus one tally for that one. <laughs> Only one tally. Yeah. Mm. Well, I, I believe in our sacred institutions like the FDA and the EPA. College. Thank you. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> all right. So, all right. What, did you get anything else wrong, or was that it? No, that was basically it. Uh, everything else is uh, good to go. Wow. Nothing egregious. Nothing well, bad. Cody, you really had it handed to you in that in that one. Uh, yeah. Good thing it was only one point. Yeah, Alex. You get the point <laughs> I'd be I'd be totally out of this thing. Cody, you live to fight another day. Next, we're moving on to most interesting history. Uh, Cody, you shared about the quality of American science in the 1950s. We had a good laugh at the at the old men in the in the smoky room doing science at that time. Um, but that's not really news to anyone who lives on Earth today. That men in the 1950s were not great. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you also shared a brief history of life-threatening crises, particularly affecting Florida, um, and that standing water in fountains is dirtier than toilet bowl water, which I did not know. So I'll give you some some tallies for that. Alex, you shared some biology that went right over this old noggin <laughs> of mine. Not a science mind, so no points there for you. <laughs> That's um, <laughs> but you also shared the various estimates of you know, leading entities in the U.S. and their predictions of how much longer things like oil, gas, and copper would last. And I didn't know all that. I, You know, I did not realize that the Department of the Interior had predicted that we'd be out of things like natural gas by 1974. Um, so, you know, for that, I got to give you some tallies. Um, that being said, though, we have already discussed the Malthusian catastrophe on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. I believe I brought that up the last time we talked about it. So it was a bit of a retread. 
So I'm going to have to go with most interesting history being Cody on this one. Ah, good. Nice. If if for so, no other reason that because most of Alex's interesting things were more science based than history based, and I, you know, um, I'm a stickler for a good rubric. It is more interesting <laughs> history. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm 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 glad that that happened. I didn't want to bring this up before the point was handed out, but that study was done by a, a seven year old. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! What? Did, wait, isn't this the study that you're like has been done many times and reproduced <laughs> in many different places? And wait, 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 wait! wait. Well, what, what do you mean by that? Right, can, can we can we can we just rewind? What What do you mean it was done by a seven year old? Not seven. It's a seventh grader. Seventh grader. It's if you actually look at the show sources, um, <laughs> it's like a common middle school experiment. So <laughs> you you just put the water on the petri dish. You brought a seventh grade experiment as fact onto this podcast. And furthermore, you also were like, oh, many institutions. You many. didn't say the what institutions were doing it. So I guess seventh grade middle schoolers are doing and, it. And, and whose job was it to, to, to debate me on the validity of my findings? <laughs> <laughs> I don't debate off the, the – you're supposed to bring the facts to the table and then we hey. debate the facts. I don't question your sources because I trust you. And you just broke that trust today, Cody. You just broke that trust. <laughs> um, Retroactively, Alex, you <laughs> no, have no, no. the most interesting. Yeah! <laughs> no. So it's, it's – yeah, it's two to zero right now. I'm I'm ashamed that we've brought such indignity <laughs> to the podcast. Mm. <laughs> All right, Cody. Well, let's see if you can redeem yourself a little bit here with the most prepared category. Cody, you passionately challenged the validity of being able to construct a worldwide plumbing system to help distribute youthful waters to everyone. Why? Why would you dispute that? Um, okay, so I know I know Alex got the point for having less wrong than I did, but I thought in his in his alternative arguments is where he got the most wrong. Um, and so, for starters, every nation has its own plumbing codes, so even if the Fountain of Youth is both a healing tool and somehow a construction tool, which I I also absolutely reject. Oh, okay, uh, wait, I'm jumping in for a second. How do yeah, you reject yeah. that? Healing and creating... Are, it's nanomachines. It's alien nanomachines. If they could rebuild your arm, why can't they build a pipe? <laughs> it okay, seems like so it should be easy to do. So, so I, I, I accept that. But, but if they are a machine, then that means they are programmed to do a task. Correct. Okay. Okay, so so it's an alien technology that has been dormant except for the healing property because it has healed. It has healed daily on until 2021. So clearly, why would aliens write in that all of a sudden it's supposed to start constructing this? Uh, yeah. Why would aliens also have nanomachines that could heal people anyways? Like our biology is not going to be the same as their biology. So technically, if you want to get into it, then I guess if you take <laughs> these nanomachines, you should become an alien instead of becoming a person. Maybe the aliens are some type of mecha builders as well, too. And you don't even know. You take the nanomachines, possibly they interfere with your brain and you can control other nanomachines from a distance and everything using your brain powers that they infuse it with. It's the, it's an alien technology that's out of your mind. 
mind, man. You gotta think outside your box. I, yeah, I, go out I, of the world. I roundly reject that. I think one is a biological creation. The other is a a physical creation where you're using it's copper this, instead of tissue. That is that's not the same construction absolutely process. Is. And absolutely also is. the 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 myth that we're talking about is the fountain of youth. And I've never read any version of the fountain of youth that has anything to do with construction of piping i i've have heard it to where it makes you immortal i've heard it where it just temporarily heals you i accept any of those plausible things but but making it do both seems completely out of the realm of rationality if you're accepting that's an alien nanomachine then it's not a big leap to say that this alien nanomachine that could repair, fix you, do everything with you if you needed to, could it could still build other things. Like that's the whole entire thing of the gray goo, like that the post-apocalyptic thing when it comes out and like uh, d- uh goes onto the world and like destroys everything because it's just like constantly eating. Because the nanomachines we do say can rebuild themselves, and that is like how they're an infinite supply. So if nanomachines could build other nanomachines, which are robotic. Why can't they build a pipe? <laughs> it's like, I don't know why that jump is so, 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 so hard So, Alex, for you. what I'm hearing here is that instead of discovering the fountain of youth, um, these nanomachines have been repopulating themselves, and it's basically, they're just the Atlantic Ocean at this point. Uh, we do say it's an infinite resource, yeah. So. so Ponce de Leon didn't actually discover anything except... The Atlantic Ocean is uh, is essentially your argument. Is that is that what I'm hearing here? Wait, what? <laughs> we said it was an infinite resource. So, all right. Well, um, all right. So that's one question for for Cody, and I guess we'll give that question to Alex as well because we had just debated it so hotly. So, Cody, your second question then is: the men in the 1950s sure seemed like bad scientists. Wait a minute, wait a minute, hang on, hang on. I didn't even get into my answer for this question. (laughs) I just have to soundly reject. I thought everyone would go, yeah, it's a little absurd to expect something that you drink to heal you would then just walk across the world to build piping. That is such an absurd argument. I thought everyone would be like, yeah, that's fair. It was a little fantastical to support his argument. And then I was going to get into my, what would that system cost? What would that uh, system how, cost, Cody? Yeah, how how much, Cody? <laughs> Tell us how much the system would cost to do that's built with an alien nano machine. That's not a ridiculous statement in the beginning, you know. It like, it oh, uh, I this oh, whole thing's I'm, ridiculous. I'm so angry. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, the 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 nuts and bolts of it. The most conservative estimate possible for how much this would cost is seven hundred and fifty-seven billion dollars today. That's a, that's the most conservative possible estimate. Wait, seven hundred and fifty billion dollars? That's just not that bad. That is not seven hundred fifty-seven billion. <laughs> that's not that. Bad that at is all. the most conservative estimate. Well, but remember, wait, well, he is what not is that, revealing double the yearly military uh, U.S. military budget. Uh, not e- I, not even. I don't think. Yeah, yeah I thought not military even. was six hundred. Yeah, this is, seems even more plausible now. Why haven't we done that yet? <laughs> but, but the question that we have debated is if he kept it secret until 2021, meaning he would have to fund that himself. And $757 billion, um, even adjusted for inflation, that is more than twice the net worth of the wealthiest humans in the history of the planet. It is completely unaffordable 
for De Leon to produce and to do. Well, that's why it uses the the ancient alien technology that and is, nanomachines that is the interface of his that brain. Is, that is that a fantastical argument that I think you created oh, in about oh, a oh, minute in you, order no. to support your overall argument. <laughs> All right. I think we can I'm done now. <laughs> I'm going to get off my soapbox. I was pissed when I was listening to the episode again. I wanted to argue it more. I'm not done arguing. I know this isn't the place. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alex, I'll never forgive you for this. All right, Cody. Are bad scientific studies a thing of the past? Like, are they just a thing of the 1950s, or do we still have them today? The answer may not surprise you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's clearly no. <laughs> um, since I don't, I don't know if it's clear how how bad the problem is though. Okay. Since 1975, there has been a tenfold increase in the number of published scientific papers that have been retracted because of blatant fraud. Um, really? According to yeah, according to a National Academy of Sciences study in 2012. Um, that they they said that that fraud is, is directly because of scientific misconduct, and even that study in 2012 was then retracted uh, <laughs> after it concluded that that uh, uh, women were were to blame. Some some of these studies you've heard of 1998 paper claimed that vaccines cause autism that was retracted for. For fraud, the author admitted it was fraud, um, but that claim took on a life of its own. Um, a funny one is that the Indian Journal of Dermatology published a study that took a harsh stance against plagiarism and was then retracted for lifting a good bit of its text from an Iranian graduate student. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you've probably heard that cell phones um, lead to a lower sperm count, so you shouldn't keep your phone in your pocket. Um, and, and that's not just internet stuff. That is from a scientific study that was published for four years. Um, in that, they kept a, a phone on standby and, and basically had a rabbit sit by it for a long time. And the, the study was then retracted because it turns out that that, that, that rabbit was literally breeding uh, like rabbits after the study was concluded. <laughs> so no effect on sperm count. Not to mention those seventh graders having contaminated swabs before actually running the experiment. <laughs> All right. Alex, um, you said that the U.S. Department of the Interior was essentially dog shit at predicting when we'd run out of natural resources. Are there actually any resources? And I'm not talking about animals because that's mm. depressing and I don't want to get into that. But are there any natural resources that we have just run out of completely or are at least really close to being run out of? Nope. Uh, not that we're aware of, basically. Like, there are things that are, of course, like, on lower supply and everything, but we haven't even, like, we haven't explored, like, underwater mining, basically. Like, going, like, in the actual ocean and mining the different types of precious metals and everything. Huh. There's a lot of different opportunities for us to still get a lot of precious metals. Uh, according to Thomas Gradel, uh, he's the director of the Center for Industrial Ecology at the Yale School of Forestry and Environmental Studies. Quote, we have never completely ran out of a natural resource and we almost certainly never will. End quote. Um, huh. So it basically we haven't got, which is funny because another estimate says that we have 50 years left of our natural gas resources. <laughs> but they also said that you know, that we were going to have only 13 years left of it. So it's, again, that's why, like, one of the cornerstones in, in my argument, basically, is that we just can't predict the future. Like, it's it's too hard for us. Like, one, one of the ones that come out a lot is that we're going to run out of, like, clean water that we could drink 
Mm-hmm. But then you look at some place like uh, Israel has a super advanced like desalination program yeah. to take out the water from uh, you know uh, 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 the Mediterranean Sea. I don't know why I couldn't think of that, uh, but they're they're able to like desalinate it, and that's where all their water supply or a, a decent amount of their water supply comes from. Yeah. So it, in the future, it, things are going to get more expensive probably to get like to mine these resources and do other things. But we usually. Technology advances faster than we've ran out of things so far. So it's it's hard to predict. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. It's more of a cost issue, which is why like yeah. California's drought is not something that's just like, oh, let's just pump in water from the ocean and desalinate it. Just it, you know, it'd be it's, insanely it's really expensive. expensive. Yeah. So so on that point, wouldn't you say though that if we can deplete resources to the point where they aren't economically feasible anymore? Isn't that just as good as depleting resources completely? Like that happened with uh, cryolite, and we just replaced it with a synthetic material afterwards. Exactly. So that's like the the thing. If you, if you could replace the t- uh, replace it, then you don't like really because we haven't ran out of like a full natural resource. We have gotten to the point when things just got too costly. But then it's it's the adaptability of us that we go okay. What can we replace it with? Or can we create something synthetic for it? So, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, polar bears are <laughs> they're in danger. They aren't gone. There's plenty of other bears that we can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> when, it, when it comes to animals, we, we can't replace those. <laughs> we, have, we have destroyed so many ecologies. <laughs> like, like uh, yeah, biomes for different animals and everything. <laughs> uh, we've, we've ran out of many resources like that. <laughs> Well, I uh, tried to steer us away from animal deaths, but thanks yeah. for bringing us back, taking a U-turn to hit, hit that topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay, well, I think um, I think in this case, for most prepared, um, I'm gonna get I'm gonna go splitsies on this one. Um, you each get half a point. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we could do that. <laughs> okay. Oh God! I, wait a minute. So. Yeah, it's I need both of these versus... points just to tie. Yeah, you have to win both of these points just to tie in the most mm. convincing, Cody. Uh, so we'll we'll see. So Cody, you argue that um, an alien technology's best use here on Earth would be to settle a basketball game dispute via a pay per view <laughs> event. Oh, I lost another episode. <laughs> Basketball. Hey, ever heard of it before? <laughs> Alex, you argued that one man, with the help of alien nanomachines, that yeah, both heal and build, um, in in a <laughs> time period of in a time period of five hundred years, could build a network of underground pipelines across the entire <laughs> world to properly distribute a fountain's worth of healing water to 7.5 billion people, and that this would ultimately stop people from having children. So do I remember, think I'm back into this one. <laughs> do remember, the fountain, we do state that it is an infinite resource. We state that in the argument. So, we do. you know, it's, it's we do. more and, than just a fountain. And here is what I keep coming back to is, at, at the time of your argument, I was on board with saying that it was infinite. But I started thinking, if it really was infinite, then... I find it difficult to believe that Ponce de Leon would have been the first to discover it because it would have been throughout the entire world, presumably before Ponce de Leon made it. And to suggest that a fountain of youth existed, whereas this would be an Earth supply of nanomachines, 
I'm just, I'm not convinced on that particular argument. I think what could help you then is think about it as like the fountain was like, it's it's like, you know how like water will fill like any shape that you put it in basically? Sure. That the fountain was initially like the, that the castle was in, so it couldn't grow past that. But as soon as you open it to let it grow furthermore into different things, then that's when it starts like flowing infinitely basically uh, from it. But you just need to remove the boundaries of where the, the nanomachines are, are at. Maybe that would help. So, uh, just to be clear, you d- did you say that drink it? You had to drink it to to. Get I said anyway, any way of getting it, it would okay. would would go into you. Basically, so dipping dipping a finger you. in it, you're you're yeah, healed, would, you're okay. alive yeah. forever. Yeah. Hmm. That's so. Me. What 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 triggers the uh, what triggers the process in 2021? Oh, yeah. L- 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 what triggers the process in 2021? Yeah. Like does, <laughs> do the nano machines just build a big lever and Dayleon can just be like? The main pipes open. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That, where, where oh, good. Is, That's uh, very simple. Up. I'm glad the aliens made it so easy for yeah. us. Yeah, exactly. Making it simple. <laughs> okay. Well, I I do think though, Alex, that if people were able to live forever, it does make sense that we would not have as many children. Certainly, there'd still be some being born, um, but we see that. As child survival increases, you know, the mm. rate of childbirth decreases, you know, mm. again and again and across all society, basically. It just is a basic economics. And if you have to support a kid, not just for the next 18 to 40 years, but support yeah. a kid for the next <laughs> 500 to infinity years. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're going to think twice about having him. So I think for most convincing, I'm going to again split the difference on your two equally unbelievable (laughs) arguments, which means Alex, you'll end with three and a half points. Cody, you'll end with one and a half points. Alex, you will be today's victor for the episode. Woo! Good job, Alex. You're the best. Thanks, guys. Wow, you guys are so supportive of me. (laughs) That's that's very nice to hear. Rob. A, a highway robbery. Oh, okay. Yeah, go go watch some basketball. <laughs> like what? Get Logically flawless. Argument. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Good job for me. That means that I get to get to pick what we're doing next. Yeah. Um. So that's gonna be fun. Um. We kind of we brought up Utah during this conversation, and it kind of makes me want to think a little bit about Mormonism. They have a really interesting history, especially around Joseph Smith. Um, it, it, there's like the story of how he died, how he got like basically defenestrated um, and and died when he was thrown out the window. Um, I'm I'm questioning though, what if we went back in time and made it so that he didn't die that after he got thrown out that window? What if he had instead of the gold plated plates, what if he had? Gold-plated balls of steel? Is that the title of it? Gold-plated balls of steel? Gold-plated balls of steel. It, it is now. It is now. Good. Good. Yeah. Sorry. I, so the unkillable list. Joseph Smith, what, yeah. he, what if he survives? Yeah. What if he survives after he falls into a vat of nanomachines? Who's, who's hosting yeah. that one, Alex? Uh, I will be hosting that one. Uh, it's it's going to be a fun little story that I want to tell you guys. So it's going to be a good one. Okay, well, we're looking, for we're looking forward to it. Well, that's our show for today. Thanks for listening, folks. Um, if you, you know, remember, check out the sources that we used for the main episode below in the description um, to double check us. I, I mean, especially Cody. And <laughs> if if you like what you heard today, <laughs> consider rating and reviewing the show. 
Um, if you have an idea for an episode, drop us a line at Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at pod O-U-A-T. That's pod O-U-A-T. This has been a Milk Toast production. Ta-ta for now. Bye-bye. Bye.